0: Hello everybody and welcome to Brumvagun. you will not get there with a road bike. Especially in these days where snow is coming down. Actually now it's raining, but anyways, when the snow is down, and yes, you should anytime go out with your bicycle. Just try not to have some slick tires on your gun, it's always better. To have something like a bit more shaped for these kind of conditions. Okay, I'm talking about what happened to me on this weekend when I switched on my 3T Explorer. By the way, thanks people from 3T to provide me this amazing bicycle. I switched on two different things, so I changed my WTB by way, now I have the WTB Sendero on my 3T Explorer and I got rid of tubes. Now it's everything on tubeless. So Clayton out oh there Clayton now you should really come here to Switzerland and ride with me because now I am completely set up for it But apart from that I can say that I have to say thank you to the people to Alex especially but also to Dani of Cycle Start Zurich that put everything on set, on me, on my wheels, on my 3T Explorer, because without Alex I would never do anything like this, it's not complicated, it's not a complicated thing, but anyways it's not that easy as i imagined for sure with tubes it's way easier, but yeah, now in setup, yesterday I was riding out in the snow with these Senderos tires, and I'm super happy for that. I believe that it's gonna be a couple of weeks without bicycle, I'm flying, actually I have my flight in one hour and a half, let's say, almost two. Um, I'm flying back to Italy, I'm not gonna bring my bicycle with me, because, 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 and uh, so yeah, since a long time it's gonna be a couple of weeks without bicycle. 1st of January I'm gonna be back here in Zurich, and 2nd of January I'm gonna jump on my bicycle, I swear. I have to say, yes, what I have to say, all the things, all the times, my contacts, calamaro.cc. that's my email, and then Instagram, calamaro.cc, Twitter, read calamaro, Facebook, calamaro.cc, and then Spreaker, and then Spotify, and then Apple Podcasts, just BroomVagon, or I would like to say... Broom wagon, because everybody likes my freaking accent! And what's, apart from that, share this episode and share next episode because it's really important for me, rate this episode as well, and just kick in the new episode of today. So today is Monday, uh, you are listening to this episode more or less on Tuesday or later on, I'm talking about, let me see the month here, 17th of December is for me today, and on Saturday 15th of December the first initiative of this community, Shift Cycling Culture, was out. I'm talking about the clunker rides and I'm talking about also the swap markets that happened in Amsterdam, the swap party or whatever. Um, everything was led in the Netherlands by Lianne, that is going to be on my microphone in a few seconds for you now. And there's something behind it. And it's pretty, pretty interesting and I am super happy to be part of sharing this idea of talking about sustainability, environmental sustainability also on the bicycle world because we are not doing it enough. So Leanne is going to be here on this podcast in 3, 2, 1 hi and yeah again another episode another interview an amazing interview i already know it from the beginning and especially today is going to be one of the biggest failing of myself spelling name and surname of people (laughs) on my own life i believe first of all i have to say hi and thank you to my guest hi lian how are you doing hi Hi Stefano, how are you? I'm super good and super happy to have you here on the other side of the microphone, especially because now I'm gonna say your name and surname. Are you ready? Yes I am. Perfect hold still. Lian van Leeuwen.
1: Well that's close actually. Yes, well uh, done. Well I'm done. I'm getting
0: better. I'm yeah, getting better.
1: You are. Yeah.
0: Okay, just tell me then the right then the right way so I will actually repeat it for the next times.
1: Well it's in Dutch it's Leon van Leeuwen. But um Okay Lee. Yeah, so that was really close. Yeah. It means lines okay. in uh, in Dutch. But um I usually say Lian when it comes to my uh my first name. It's easier. Okay.
0: okay, Leanne then. Yes. Even if everybody out there in the cycling world and whatever Knows you as Salt Lake Lian. Tell me why. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it's a funny thing because I, I mean, it's it's something that um, uh, it's actually a very long story, but I'll I'll try to keep it short.
0: We have all the time.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is true. But it it has to do with uh, I'm a freelancer and I needed a, a name for my well, not company, but uh, yeah, the way I was uh, presenting myself. And um, it had to do with uh, traveling that I did a lot when, uh, yeah, a while back I still do, but I mean, longer travels. And um, I, the thing is that the most amazing experiences usually come from the, from the traveling that is, yeah, a bit more off grid. And um, I have this great example of, of one trip that I did from Chile, northern Chile to Bolivia, Um, via a route that no one knew at the village I was at. And they were like, no, there's no bus there. And there's no bus there. And my Spanish wasn't perfect. But I mean, I tried to find a way. And then in the end, found a bus uh, that went over the Andes and and all the way down to Bolivia, which was a crazy night. And um, over the salt plains that were in Bolivia. And yeah, it was just amazing. But it was a great example of of one of those moments that, that are um yeah, a bit different than you might expect or a bit more off-grid. And um yeah, so it's it has a good thing and it also has a link to a book I uh, I read and uh so I just made Salt Lake productions and then uh started Instagram and uh wasn't even cycling at that point but um so it just you know naturally made it into Salt Lake Leanne and the only thing is that now people think that I'm from Salt Lake City. So <laughs>
0: that's what i thought at the beginning
1: and that's yeah, why that's i wanted what to ask everyone this thinks way. yes yeah but uh yeah that's not a problem and now it's just sticks you know it's a uh, i even have uh i have some friends of mine on rides that we do and then I, I, they just call me salt lake it's like uh-huh oh, like how are you
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's yeah. cool yeah. yeah yeah i wanted to ask you an introduction about yourself this was already a good let's say step in uh, your character and stuff tell us a bit more about yourself <sighs>
1: Um, yeah, well, I, uh, I'm Leanne, of course, and um, cycling is something that um, came into my life about four years ago, um, but I've been doing a lot of other stuff uh, as a yeah, professional, more in communication, as a communication advisor and project management in events, etc. And um, recently, also because of the cycling, I also do a lot of cycling photography, and um, uh, yeah, and then of course, uh, uh, I'm the founder of the Shift Cycling Culture. Yeah.
0: Good. Okay, we're gonna get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We- <laughs> yeah. still, No, there.
1: no. It's more than it's something that, of course, now is is definitely something that's uh, on my mind a lot of the time. So, uh, yeah, it's a good one. But I do different things. I still uh, still work as a as a communication advisor as well. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I have to, maybe I can put a couple of things into the context over here, just everything in the right place. I think I've seen something about you or I've actually, I probably dropped on your uh, account, Instagram account last year, just when you did the bonor Bus together with John, together with obviously with lawrence dendam and things yeah. like this and so i've seen all your pictures and stuff around and since then i've seen yeah exactly um i've seen you doing that and then i think that we got in contact at a certain point probably you are one of the biggest fan of my podcast still didn't <laughs> receive any complaint and any critic on it so i still believe that you're continuing listening to that yeah <laughs> so. yeah i really i really enjoy listening to it so yes good guest,
1: and uh yeah it's 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 and i, I like podcasts so yeah it's really nice yeah definitely. so
0: yeah that said i would say i was thinking okay um so yeah, it, the, she has something in common with bicycles and stuff. And now you are telling me that your connection between yourself and the bicycle is only four years old. Tell me more about yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm from the Netherlands, so we do cycle a lot when we when we are younger and it's part of, of general life. Uh, so it's not that I just touched my first bicycle four years ago, but um, uh, it's it's kind of a love at first sight story because um i was uh i was looking for something that i could do uh unplanned and just anytime i felt like um being active and being outdoors and um i just started to taking out my my very old mtb specialized steel specialized bike that i used as a commuter and i started to ride just you know 20 kilometer routes uh, around the park and um and and just, you know, went from there and then it really grabbed me. And then I was lucky enough to uh, to uh, get back in touch with an old friend who was a very keen cyclist or still is actually. And he said, yeah, you need a road bike and you can join us on rides. And, and um, I was at first I felt like, yeah, but I want to be more in the woods. And I don't think I've, if, if I really want a road bike and if I want to make it bigger than it is. Um, but he found me this great little road bike. That, was, that belonged to a 17-year-old boy that was uh, outgrew it, basically, <laughs> which was pretty funny. And um, so I, I got that bike, and I started riding with them. And Well, the, actually, the funny thing was that they always did um, rise of 100k or more. And um, so my first initial thing was that I I thought that every cyclist did that, so it was always like 100 plus. And, um, but it really got me into it straight away, and uh, it brought me so much yeah joy uh, being outside and and being in beautiful places and also being able to empty my head and and the social aspect of it and yeah well i don't have to tell you all the all the good stuff about cycling
0: no fortunately sure we are all <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, we uh, addicted here
1: yeah, yeah yeah definitely and then i mean apart from that a lot of other things came with it but that was a bit later but um yeah, it started off good, but it was so, so. It was four years only, but it feels like a, a lifetime now because I've been doing a lot of cycling and it's been such a big part of uh, of life now. So yeah,
0: it's good. Yeah, I don't know if actually uh, this is something like I don't like to put stuff in categories. That's for sure. But which kind of uh, cyclist would you con? Are you considering yourself? I don't know. Something like a weekend rider, or something like a coffee shop rider, or something like um, let's say. 100 k plus rider or endurance cyclist which how would you consider yourself because if i would consider myself i am a lazy um anyways i like to discover stuff and anyways i love coffees so these are my the main three three main characteristics (laughs) of my cycling life I think with friends obviously social parts the best part.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I, I, I don't think I can categorize it because it's it depends on the moment and the group I'm with and um I love writing by myself as well because it's it's a good thing. It's it's you know, a great way to empty your head and get your uh, your uh, uh, thoughts in order. Um, but I also like the uh, social aspect of it. Um, I like to go fast sometimes and, and, and ride hard, but I also really like exploring and I'm definitely more of a endurance cyclist as, as far as, you know, rides, I mean, longer rides or night rides, or I really enjoy those the most, I think, but, uh, I do, I don't know, I, 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 what I love about cycling is that it gives you all the options, and and you can, I mean, I have a gravel bike, I have a road bike, I I can just go outside and explore, or I can, you know, you run, ride with, uh, with the fast guys and, and girls, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's all there, and that's what I really like about it, so. I don't agree, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put it in uh, in little boxes for you, sorry. <laughs>
0: Makes sense. No, no, no. It's perfect. It's perfect. That's so because, as I was telling you, I, have, I would have problems on deciding myself which kind of cyclist I am. So yeah. I can completely see the point. But you know why I ask you this question? Because there is only one thing that characterizes a bicycle rider. Is the number of bicycles that the bicycle rider has. (laughs) How many bicycles do you have? (laughs) You you knew it. I just was trying to hide it in another question, but you knew that it was coming, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well done, well done. No, I have uh, have three, actually. I have um, uh, my first road bike, which I now use as a commuter and the one i just told you about that the one that belonged to the 17 year old boy mm-hmm. um i have a proper road bike now a canyon uh which i really enjoy riding uh and i have i think that's my pride enjoy the the custom built uh lester the steel one and that's that's a gravel bike but the funny thing was that when i had it built a few years ago i think gravel bike was not even really a a term yet and or like a a thing not as big as it as it is now and um i just told lester he's, he's a builder in amsterdam and i told him what i wanted to do with it what i, what I wanted to be able to ride with it and um uh, what i enjoyed and he built this bike for me which is pretty amazing and i still really love and um and turned out to be basically a gravel bike so <laughs> that's uh that's definitely i th- i mean if i have to pick a favorite that's that's it definitely
0: yeah okay okay yeah because actually in the last episode i got to understand that probably another good question that i can ask to people is not only how many bicycles do you have but which if you have to choose only one of those three which one would you choose and use it forever let's say
1: yeah, it's funny because I think for some for some people that will be like choosing which kid they favorite, but uh,
0: <laughs> I, I know exactly what I would say,
1: even yeah, if it's do,
0: struggling, yeah. but I would know it.
1: Yeah, I know it. Like I said, it's a Lester definitely, because also, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that I said when I had a build. It is, um, it gives me the opportunity to put in, you know, it has more clearance so I can put in gravel. Uh, uh wider gravel tires but i can also i don't have that yet but my for, my next plan is to have like a decent road um uh wheel set for it so i can switch uh sw- switch the 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 wheels instead of you know having to do that in a different way and switch bikes and it's a steel bike so it, it just you know you can it, it will never break on you basically and if it does it will Uh, You can easily repair it, so it's more of a um, yeah. It's it's definitely the one that I would pick over any other bike. Yeah, for me that's an easy question.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can completely see the point. For me, it's exactly the same. Apart that my the two bicycles that I really own are just two, and the two of those. Yeah, just two. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, the other one is carbon actually. But it's not mine, it's of the three T people, so you have to give it oh, back yeah. to the yeah. point. <laughs> but they both of them are still steel bicycle, one for long rides, something like... Right now is my commuter bike, but I know that I can travel the world with that and I've done it a bit. Yeah. And the other one I made, it is a custom-made bike. It's more or less the same story that we have with the Leicester. But my uh, the frame builder that made it for me is such a humble guy that he doesn't want to put his brand on it. So I could put oh, a really? name there. Yes, yes. He's a guy actually, is in Padua, probably you know, you know him. And Veta is the name of the brand. Yeah? Um, yeah. And yeah, the name yeah, of the guy yeah. is Antonio Taverna. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Super humble guy, great one. And once that you want to build your own project, it told it tells you, okay. And we, what name do you want on the tube? And then you say, okay. What about yours? Now I'll put your own one. And then I put Hammer on that.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to choose, so yeah, I just. It's, got, hard so I I, like, it's yeah, what is hard
1: with what I mean, if, I mean, if you can choose anything from scratch it's really it's it's really it's really hard because uh, also i mean for instance the paint it was uh what color should it be and and i was i was um looking in a certain direction and i mean lester builds very no-nonsense bikes and and uh, a bit industrial and a bit so which i really that appealed to me in, in the first place um and he had this really nice rusty red color for his own first bike um and uh well it wasn't his first bike he built but under his own name and um and we were in this workshop and i really liked that color but i was like yeah but i want something else that is you know a a bit different from that maybe and then i saw this this whole it was like a an engine room basically engine room green that's what we call it now and and you know the colors the industrial red the industrial green and and this sort of silver and we went for that I went for that green. I said, I wanna go that way and he was very he said, Yeah, I love that idea and we kind of build it up together. It's a it's a very um yeah, it's a very uh I love the whole process of it as well. But it's very hard. So it's like if you choose that colour, it's like, oh, is this gonna be the right one? And of course you can repaint it and you can make you put another group set on it or another set of wheels. So you can change it, but it's still I mean, these choices are, uh, yeah, they, ve- they feel very personal. And uh, I really enjoyed that whole process, but uh, it was also uh, scary as in, oh, am I, am I doing it the way I want it? And uh, yeah, it's
0: cool. Yeah, I can tell you that for me, the, were, the color was a no-brainer. I knew from the beginning that my custom-made bicycle project must be yellow yeah so have traffic okay. yeah yes i don't know yellow is my favorite color since ever That's easy yeah yeah and so for me it was okay i want something that really stands out in the traffic
1: yeah well um, that does yellow does
0: <laughs> exactly stands out in the traffic sets out in the mountains and uh, obviously yeah. if i would have to choose a bicycle something like a bicycle how would you call it something like a commercial bicycle can we call it in that way i would go for a pretty normal black for sure but if yeah. you can do something special that really reflects you, your personality, as a bicycle, a custom-made bicycle does, then I would say I, would, I said, okay, I want a yellow. And I got yeah, a yellow. It's,
1: I do agree because I mean the funny thing is that most people that um, see my bike, they they the first thing they say, wow, I love the color, and it's it so it is it does stand out in a way. I don't know exactly why because I mean it is um it is a specific color, but it's not too extreme. But it's just uh, yeah, and it's just a really pretty
0: bike. Yeah good yeah (laughs) that's why we all love the custom-made bicycle you can do whatever you want with that that's great um we are talking about bicycle but before you were mentioning something about the shift cycling culture thing that is really really a lot related to the topic that we were touching right Uh, Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's um, shift is uh, a is an initiative that we just launched officially two months ago, I think now, with a group of people from the cycling industry and community. And um, what we uh, what it is, it addresses the uh, uh, the fact that environmental impact in the cycling industry and community is not really uh, yeah, a, a, a topic of conversation right now. It's it's just not really discussed, and um, uh, I think a year and a half ago I just realized that myself because in my professional job, I uh, or other professional job actually, but uh, I um, I work a lot on projects that um, that are um, yeah sort of trying to get a more sustainable food system, um, and it's something that I've been. You know working on a lot and also uh trying to in, incorporate in my uh, in my daily life which i'm definitely not uh perfect in but i mean it's something that it sort of you know keeps me busy but also i see in a lot of industries if it's cars or food or clothing or at least it's it's something that's been discussed you're right i just realized like a year and a half ago i sort of realized that cycling because it became such a big part of my life um it it wasn't yet a topic of discussion which is uh weird especially because i feel that we as cyclists are so connected to where we ride um at least that goes for for cyclists i think like me and and you and and i mean the environment is definitely a big part of of the ride as well uh, so it's just amazed that it wasn't a uh, yeah a topic of discussion yet yeah so that's where it started
0: yeah it's Completely makes sense, because usually we all think that ourselves, cyclists or whatever, have a huge idea of, let's say, they have a special sensibility on everything related to environment and sustainability and stuff like this. But you're right, because a lot of time we also have to consider that we buy, I don't know, many kits every year that they have an impact on the yeah. environment. Same thing with the bicycle. We are buying uh, bicycles every, I don't know taught something like a certain amount of years as well and all these kind of things the material and stuff like this have a really really great impact and i was saying that probably we are we were having a conversation that is kind of related to that because we were talking about steel frames steel frames on the bicycle that really lasts for a long time right
1: yeah and it's not it's not said that you cannot you know it i mean it's just a reality that people buy stuff and 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 that um things get produced and and manufactured but I do believe that it could be done in a in a yeah in a way that it has less impact um both by buying less and not you know buying all the time and and sort of exchanging your bike the whole time or whatever, but also I mean just just in in production phase, et cetera so I mean it's not it's not that it's uh that, that's that's what we want with shift. it's not something that we want to sort of point fingers at people or at ourselves basically, or, or at, at brands, like you're doing the wrong thing. It's just more that we feel it's good to have it as a discussion to show that a lot of people do care. Cause I do feel that, and I do see now that a lot of people find it an interesting and, and important uh, topic. So I mean that whole, um, uh, yeah, that whole uh, community basically or, or, or that support is there I think for a topic like this. And you see that in other industries. And it's more that we, it, as as long as you, as, as soon as you start talking about it, I mean, it already changes the status quo and it's already, you know, it also connects uh, initiatives that already are there, but, but are not so visible. So it's just, I feel that it's just, there's better ways to do it and why not do it? And definitely also because we as cyclists really enjoy the environment because we, we love riding in it and we might as well take care of it. So it's. That's the thing that that you know started. Um, uh, yeah, it started with that question and 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 why it was like that. And I did some basic research and I found a few really good examples. But it turned out that a lot of brands uh, and also also cyclists. I mean, I spoke to a lot of friends of mine and and just you know posed the question and said, "What is your idea on that or 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 how do you feel about it?" And a lot didn't really make the connection yet. They said like it's it's really <clears throat> it's weird because I. I, I don't know, I try to eat less meat, or I don't, I try to make sure that I don't have that much waste, or I I, I, I am trying to reduce the, my, the amount of energy I use, or so a lot of people are in a way trying to sort of do little things uh, in their lives. And, um, and, and they were like, I never connected that to the bike, actually. So that, that's, uh, I think that's, that's where it starts. And that's the, the main thing that we want to um, you know do with shift is, is get that conversation going and uh see where see where it goes from there and um but the thing is what i like i said i started with a blog and and just a personal question and and that already um gave uh a lot of yeah good conversations with people who came back to me and said yeah yeah sometimes positive sometimes negative negative. Um, but it just stuck with me and I I spoke to so many people within like you said you said before I think uh, it's it's a very it's a very um, yeah close community and it's 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 very compact and and so you know a lot of people and you you speak to a lot of people and it's just really uh, nice to have those conversations Um, so but then after a while I figured it's something that sticks with me and I think that conversation should be started. So why not start it myself? And then I was lucky enough that a couple of really great people uh, wanted to join uh, in doing that. So then we decided, let's make it into uh, uh, yeah an official initiative, actually. So uh, that's how, yeah. How we got to it.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's a really really interesting point. I have a question actually that comes into my mind. Is more a question for you, but we can actually maybe develop the concept together. Because how do you see that actually a bit more of sensibility in terms of environment and um, comes also with habits of our self cyclists? How can we really affect? this kind of change, shift of cycling culture in order to give to be a bit more sustainable on, uh, let's say, um yeah, environmental-wise. Because the thing that comes into my mind, I don't know, talking about myself as a cyclist, as a consumer, let's put it in that way, the first thing that jumps into my mind is try, for example, to choose really in a good way the things that we are eating while riding. Because... Okay. We have to consider that all the time that we are eating a bar or that we are eating a gel, especially gels, I think they are crazy, or we're eating any other kind of thing, we are producing some ways. And... Unfortunately, we are lucky enough to have a lot of solution that doesn't, in the packaging side, doesn't involve plastic and stuff like this. But this would be really a great impact, apart from obviously, obviously don't try, don't throw anything on the floor, but yeah. it's the first thing. But also what we are consuming, something like try to choose the gels that have something like um, sustainable packaging, same thing with the bars and stuff like that. This is the first thing that comes into my mind. Then obviously on... Uh, the uh buying of uh, the level of buying new gears and buying your bicycle that's something that we can do and repair for example our own inner tubes instead of changing a new one all the time and all these kind of things can you see something else especially maybe i can ask it to you on also on the on the business side on the company level if there is something which one is your idea over there
1: yeah the, the thing is that, that you already touch upon it. it it has so many levels and it's so many so many aspects and and. Um, I think that's the, that's the reason why um, shift really addresses both the industry and the community, because if it, I mean, it's for different reasons, because if you see there's a market for more sustainable, um, yeah, products or services, um, brands are more inclined to, to work on it. uh, And sometimes you can call that greenwashing, but um, I'm also a very pragmatic person and say, if, if it's in the end doing the same thing and, and, and reaching the same goal, that's that's not per se uh, a bad thing. I, I really relate to to the food system uh, in this case because I know, you know, I've been working in that area for a long time. And you see changes that it's definitely a completely different world from 10 years ago. And you have, uh, there's a lot of research done in, in, in some jobs that I have done that um, you see that just the average uh, person is, is, perfectly fine with uh for instance eating a little bit, a little bit less meat or uh trying to reduce waste and the thing is that people are in it they're lazy you know it has to be made easy for them uh but that can only be done if you can scale solutions so and to scale solutions there has to be like a a market for it i mean it's 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 the system that we we are in now and and i think that that's also not a not a bad thing in itself um, so it does have all the aspects, and I think if you look at the business side of things, um, apart from just trying to uh, produce in a more sustainable way, one of the big great um, uh, examples is actually uh, Chris King Components, mm-hmm. and I spoke to him a couple of times because, uh, um, uh, yeah, he has a he has a great story, and I think we, we should already share that on the on the, on our website. But it's one of the things he's just as a person felt I am an entrepreneur uh, in the seventies when he started. And I'm not sure if I want to be and, but if I am one, then I want to do it in the right way. And he started for, cause that's why I, I call him as if I uh, give him as an example, he had, he started in different um, levels of that question. So he said, I want to make a product that has a very long lifespan. Uh, so you don't have to uh, replace it, which is of course, number one. Uh, but they were also looking at how can we reduce our waste, or how can we we make our chemical product of processes uh, um, do that in a better way, or so it's there's a lot of aspects that that you can do as a business. But also, I you see, and I mean that's maybe too far for for this conversation, but you see great examples of alternative business models that that are you know have a different impact because there's this one thing that you for example the service model that you um instead of buying a product or a service you you uh, it, the the company itself still owns for for example i know the phillips does it with lightning they they you don't buy the lights you just sort of rent them and it's in their best interest in that case to give them a lifespan as long as possible because they don't have to replace it. Yeah. And because if they have to replace it, it will cost them money. Instead of right now, it's usually the other way around that you just buy something and it's in the best interest of the company to have you buy a new one as soon as possible. So, I mean, it's, it's and that's that goes, you know, that those are big changes, of course, and especially for, for just a general company or brand. But it's stuff that really, um, you know, still has a business model that, that is viable and that that's doable for companies. But it's just looking at it in, from a different angle. And I think that's stuff that's really interesting and, um, yeah, could could both work. So reduce your impact, but also maybe, you know, start at the bottom and say, no, we're changing the whole way that we look at, at uh, our product or service. And um, yeah, and it's. I mean, that's you. know It to be to make sure it's that's definitely not not up to shift, and it's definitely not up to us to to change that or to to. We don't have the 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 knowledge and the uh, you know the the authority to to make that happen. But what we can do is sort of do some uh, projects that can serve as an example, some collaborations that we're looking into, and uh, also just you know. Inspire them hopefully and and that also goes for the community, like you say just a cyclist in itself if maybe you don't need to replace a tire the whole time or maybe you don't need to buy um yeah the food that you eat on the bike that has uh has a plastic wrapper or you can make people just think about their own own behavior and um and i mean i'm I'm very you know if people don't want to they they you cannot really um sort of uh, tell them how to live their lives and you shouldn't, but uh, you can at least sort of offer other options and um, and and yeah let them think and uh, decide for themselves
0: so uh yeah yeah it makes really a lot of sense and actually I really like what you said at the beginning is that you just uh, you just wanted to with this initiative just you wanted to put a bit the light of yeah being a bit more sensible and put a bit more an eye on sustainability and lower impact thing and let's say the ecological side into the cycling world because there was not so much before yeah and that's really something just start talking about that
1: yeah yeah and i mean i I do feel like the, the whole word sustainability or or environmental impact those words are are it's, it, they're tough because they're overused and, and, you know, it's, it's kind of, they, they lose their, their whole meaning because it, you hear them all the time. But it's, it's like you say, it's basically for me, it's, it's only, it just, it's about trying to do it in a way that it, it's sustain you can sustain it for over a longer period, or it's still, you, you know, it's still valuable for over a longer period. And, if you look at it that way it's pretty simple and um well not not the solutions per se but i mean the you know what it means to be sustainable and um yeah it would be great if 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 you see and that's that's what i feel you know there's so many industries that already um are working on those solutions or at least uh discussing them so there's also a lot to catch up on uh for the cycling industry i think and um that's also a good thing i mean it's it's, it's quite an innovative industry. And I think that's how I look at things. I mean, it's it's a very exciting thing as well. You know, there's a lot of just why not direct that whole innovative um, energy into uh, to something like this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, for sure, Dan, for sure already starting the conversation is an amazing thing. Let people talk about that. This is an amazing thing. Fortunately... And as you were saying also before, we are we are kind of a really strong family together, really close together, all the cycling communities really close together. And probably we are pretty uh, lean to to talk about new stuff, to be innovative and to think um, a positive way on stuff. But for sure, we need, and everybody needs, we need more visibility, first of all. And in order to get this visibility, probably talking is not enough. That's why you're also kicking off with Shift some initiatives can you tell us about that
1: yeah sure sure yeah i mean uh, i really agree because talking is definitely not enough and it's also not as fun because i think it's, <laughs> Don't it, tell yeah, me but, i
0: have a podcast come on you know,
1: man. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no i like talking and I,
0: <laughs> but you know
1: what i mean no it's it's yeah. i mean it's it's fun and, and the thing is that's that's where it starts you know we all love to ride and let's let's that's that's our tagline as well we we love where we ride let's act accordingly so it's just um it's it is about the love for cycling and it is about the love for 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 the bike and it is for all the people that are behind it because it's they come from brands um you know big brands as uh and they're all they're involved in an individual basis but i mean they do work at Komoot or at envy or or patagonia or these are all people or ass savers they all people that are are you know feel as a cyclist are are aware of where they ride but also uh yeah just really enjoying um, the whole cycling industry and community so it's it's i see it as a positive thing but indeed we we figured it's to create that uh conversation you have to sort of do something or bring people together and uh we are uh doing a lot of uh, projects already but have some really great pr- plans for 2019 but the first thing that we rolled out were two two projects or two um events basically uh one is the clunkers ride and um that's this week actually it's going to be um um there're going to be rides in in several cities in in Europe and even in Vancouver um and that's just the first start so i really i'm really amazed at how pe- people just pick it up and say, look, I want to ride one I want to organize a ride at my place and uh tell me how and, and, and what. So what the idea was is just um a bit to to address that whole, you know, why do we always sort of buy something new while sometimes the thing that you have is really still pretty good and especially if you maybe upgrade it or if you give it some some TLC. <laughs> It will be, uh, you know, you can really enjoy it. And um, so we said, if you just take out the bike that you have, because basically most people do have more than one bike. If you take out the bike that was your your love before you got your new one and uh, sort of ride with it, then it might you, uh, sort of spark another love for that or, or at least make you think about um, if you really need something new all the time. And um, so that's one of the things that we do, the clunkers ride. And, and the good thing is that, I mean, it just brings people together and, and in a fun way, um, which I find very important, doing the thing that we all love, cycling. Uh, and we make it a bit fun by by always also asking people to, to um, choose a matching outfit, something that they have lying in their drawer. That's also, you know, not really recent anymore.
0: Yeah, let's say. <laughs>
1: really. <laughs> which might might end up being pretty fun in uh, in in what people will wear sometimes but um so that that's a really cool thing and we have one in berlin and in bristol and in amsterdam and and in uh like i said vancouver and a couple of more uh, cities so that's one and the other thing that um we uh, suggest and uh, is the and we're organizing one ourselves uh for now uh, also this week is the gear swap and the gear swap party is something that is uh, actually the concept of clothing swap which is i think widely known now that people just you know sometimes only with friends or or in a bigger event bringing clothes that they st- that still are good but they don't wear themselves and maybe swap it with someone else and we figured it's yeah why not do that with gear and and that could be apparel as well of course but uh, also components for the bike or frames or wheel sets or whatever so uh that's the second one and that's something that we we really um yeah also uh, suggest for people to uh, to organize themselves on a local level and uh you know you can get friends together and, and organize a swap and what we will do is is put up a toolkit we're we're developing that now put up a toolkit for people to give them a bit of direction on how to go about it or uh yeah how to organize it cuz sometimes people aren't uh, you experienced in organizing events even if they're little so small so i mean that that's also a fun thing that you can do to bring people together but also just use stuff that is so good and is lying around and maybe would otherwise be wasted so that's those are two very community directed events but uh i think fun ones and also I we already hear uh, back a lot of people saying uh, I I want to organize one next year or um, yeah it's it's something that people really that appeals to people and that's a good thing because that's where the conversation starts yeah
0: yeah definitely Um, something that I want to ask you actually I want to ask you two things but I will start from the second one because this interview is gonna go live exactly something like i don't know three or four days later after the um, the first ride the clunker ride do you have something for next year or even before something like a sneak peek of the things that we're organizing that you can tell us um to, also no to, is an answer so please don't yeah feel no close, no yeah.
1: I th- I mean, there are some projects that i would love to tell you about but it, it's it's also we're we're in the middle of, uh, of, um, yeah, uh, sort of, uh, uh, setting them up and, and also sometimes with partners, etc. cetera. And so I, okay. it's too hard to, to now say exactly when and what will happen, but some really nice events. And I will definitely tell you, uh, as soon as I can. Uh, but we will do another clunkers ride, um, uh, date because we feel that worked really well. And people really love being part of, of a bigger thing. And, uh, it's it's fun if you know that if you are riding that someone else in Vancouver is also riding a Clunkers ride so um, we are definitely gonna um, uh, set a date and probably March uh, at least early spring uh, to uh, to encourage uh, other cities to also do a Clunkers ride and we also have a couple of events who already asked us if they if they could host one which is of course great because I mean I cannot stress that enough but it's it's not about us and it's not about shift. So it's, it's definitely, we see it as a network and as a, um, a, yeah, a network of people who care about this subject and, and who, who like to be involved or would like to uh, see how they can, you know, uh, uh, yeah, change uh, or help shift it. And um, so anyone who wants to organize one in, on any date is welcome, but uh, it might be fun to do it on uh, on the date that we, uh, we set for March. So I think that's one of the things and um, same, we'll probably go for a gear swap Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. And the other things I I would love to tell you, but they're, they're a bit too uh, that's a bit too uh, early actually. But uh, yeah. So yeah.
0: Good ones, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I can tell you? I can tell you that probably when you are gonna start organizing the new things, so or when the news is gonna be out, probably we can set up something like a small update into this podcast again. And say, yeah, that would be, okay, be nice. Would be like... And I'm preparing this, this, and this for the shift. Would be great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Let's do, do that. that. Yeah. No, I just was yeah. asking that. I knew already that you uh, you would have, you'd have tell me no way. So it was just because in that way <laughs> I could invite you for another time.
1: No way Stefano. <laughs>
0: okay, I knew it. It's always like this. But then then comes the second question that actually is the first one. So, with what with which bicycle are you going to ride? The clunkers ride. You are going to ride, right? The one in Amsterdam.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. I'm going to do the Amsterdam one and uh we will end uh with uh, mulled wine and olibola. so uh, anyone uh, olibola you know olibola probably not. But uh, it's oh. like a, it, it's it's like a, I don't know, it's carbs. It's a doughy bowl with uh, with raisins, and uh, it's it's it. Maybe it's in other countries as well, but it's for um for um, uh, basically New Year's Eve that everyone around New Year's Eve has those and and eats those. But, uh, so it's going to be uh, like a fun ride with, with, uh, with, uh, hopefully some uh, fun bikes, but I definitely, I'm going to use my first road bike. The thing is that we, I mean, I only, even when I, uh, you know, I started cycling four years ago, like I said, so it's not even that old, but I did buy it secondhand and it was a, a nineties bike with, uh, with every, like the screaming logos and everything that you could imagine. And I did uh, sort of update it and and repaint it uh, in the meantime. Um, But it's, uh, it's actually still one of the best bikes I ever had as far as fit goes. I'm not really big and and it just suits me really well. So I'm I'm looking forward to it actually to ride it. Because I do ride it as a commuter now, uh, once every while. But um it's gonna be fun to do like a decent ride on it again. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I can completely see that. Actually, I think i I cannot ride. so I'm gonna ride probably by myself because no I didn't I didn't talk anybody here in Zurich but probably because they're gonna be something like minus three degrees on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> well talk oh, to the guy in vancouver exactly yeah, yeah yeah i don't want to say anything i don't want to say anything. no
1: but i, I it's funny because there was someone from zurich who was really uh um keen on organizing one uh, uh as well but um he's the one that for instance said you know is there another date that we can do so um i think in, in definitely i mean march will be uh will be one that even you know zurich will also uh uh probably have a clunkers ride i think uh if 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 not fire you then by someone else so uh you have your second chance no problem
0: okay yeah. cool cool so we can do that on uh, in uh, zurich and in march probably spring yeah. is better probably <laughs> better
1: yeah definitely that's true i mean we we ride through winter but our winter is of course crap so it's easy for us to say you know
0: the rest is already in snow yeah, that's the point. That's the point. But also, actually, this was an excuse. And the second excuse was that actually my <laughs> uh, my Peugeot Champagne of the 1987, I think it is. Oh, wow. It's still cool. in Berlin in a box. I didn't uh, yeah. have the opportunity to bring it back yet. So I didn't know with, with which bicycle should I do it. So I said, OK, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the thing that we, I mean, I do feel that you, it's, it's not a, no one's gonna, gonna, I don't know, send you away if you come with a bike, that's not, you know, the older one. It's just everyone that feels that it's, it's something worth thinking about and talking about. and, And once you join is of course, you know, perfectly fine. If you even take, I have this guy who said I want to join the Amsterdam one but, uh, I don't have, uh, I only have one bike. And then I said, well, that's actually also a good story. Cause it means that you, <laughs> you are very, uh, um, you know, you, you, you look out for your stuff and, and you don't need other, you know, don't, don't worry about it. Just go ride with us. And, and, uh, it's, it's, I mean, of course it's, it's a, a concept that we like and, and, uh, specifically put up like that, but it's, it's not that you cannot ride it if you don't have a, uh, a second bike, for instance, that's of course, uh, would be silly so uh it's true don't take it too seriously yeah Uh,
0: you know what you can what i was thinking already right now i think that i have to make a tattoo on myself probably on my left arm saying it is just an excuse (laughs) (laughs) well maybe
1: that's true (laughs) because we'll see march if you still have an excuse then i know that's true and then you have to do the tattoo (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but anyways, I think I'm gonna go out and ride, anyways, on Saturday.
1: Oh, nice. That would be nice. Anyways,
0: yeah. yeah but the only point is that I'm not. I'm not gonna use my Peugeot Champagne. I'm gonna use my hand hum, hammer. But anyways, it's a steel bike. It's fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. The, but uh, I mean, the, the, the Peugeot Champagne
1: that. sounds perfect for 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 summer for uh, spring. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. For sure, for spring. I for spring, I need to bring it back because this is my really right now. I'm commuting with my road bike. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to bring it back. And this is actually right now, this right now is lasting forever because I moved here in July. So, yeah. Yeah. It's too long. Exactly. Things takes too long. Exactly. And if my friend that is actually storing my bicycle in his cellar can listen to myself, and I think he does, sorry for that. I'm going to bring it back in January. (laughs) Yeah, Um yeah, let me check. Actually, I have a list of stuff that I sent you, and probably we can go through some other stuff. Probably. Yes, I so would we'll say. Ah yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this is a great point, actually. We're talking about yeah, the shift cycling culture, and then we were talking about at the beginning bon or Bas. I know that you're also part of this collective, is that like I can call it I'll call it in that yeah. way, that is stronger. Yeah. How actually? Do you see related and how much do you see the relation between cycling and social responsibilities? It's a thing, as I was saying. But the, th- the cool thing and actually also the funny thing is that it sounds like it. It looks like we were not taking out these topics so much. Do you think that or and you are involved on that actually really to let this conversation start? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, um, it, it comes from a personal drive, of course. Uh, like I said, I, I definitely don't need the life of a saint at all when it comes to consuming or whatever, or eating, you know, uh, sustainably or, but I do sort of try and incorporate that. And so it, it's probably just, you know, um, it just makes a sense to connect the two for me that the, the things that I do in my professional life and my private life. And then, and then and then I, I cycling became a big part of my life and then it just it just makes sense to sort of um that those start to overlap and um so i don't it's it's something that I. it's not a um, a thing that i think cycling in itself is is the perfect uh tool to to discuss the subject but it's more that it's um, uh, something that drives me as a person or, or I find interesting. And then, and you just take that with you. Just so, I mean, for instance, the Bonner Bus one, um, that was not organized by, that was organized by cyclists, but they are also part of Patagonia. Uh, and uh, the headquarters is in uh, Patagonia Europe, is in Amsterdam here. And um, uh, then John Woodroof, uh, uh, who's a friend of mine, uh, said, I've got something that really that's really up your alley and, and you will probably like and it's riding long, which I really like. And it's it's like a crazy ride in November, three hundred kilometers from Amsterdam to uh, Bonn. How many flats? Yeah, it was it was long and uh, and cold, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and it was the the climate top uh, was uh, uh, the climate summit was uh, was held in Bonn, and uh, the guys felt it was uh, like a really good good uh, idea to uh, to not take a plane, but to uh, uh, to cycle and uh so they, I got invited, and only then learned that there was this world tour rider called Launce and Dumb joining yeah, 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 I yeah. <laughs> didn't love me, this guy they didn't tell me up front <laughs> so and i I mean I can cycle and i can you know I can pedal if if i'm fit i am I'm, I'm I'm a decent cyclist, but this was something else, of course, but that's what I really like that i i mean if you have a ride like that we we talked about that a bit. Um uh, yeah, the whole endurance thing and going through the ups and downs and and the mental aspect of it. This was the perfect example for it because um, we started the ride at six in the morning, I think. Still dark, and Lawrence he said, "Yeah, why are we leaving this early? Because we're going to be there at four in the afternoon." <laughs> and every everyone was like, "Well, no, mm-hmm. because this is you know this is a different kind of ride, and it's not even the speed, but it's you know how it works. If if it's a long ride, you will." have a flat and you will have a a stop and you will have and you have a wrong turn and things happen It just that's just how it goes so we I figured actually to arrive at around seven in the in, in at night and then the whole day was crazy because we did also some gravel in between and and we had in total we had 15 flats wow. which was also a bit the choice of tires of a few of the riders <laughs> we
0: are not saying the uh, word Victoria tires here
1: no don't <laughs> maybe not yes <laughs> but, well, the thing is i mean they're amazing tires Victoria of course as they were riding but but everyone said look this that's definitely not a tire of choice for, sure. for our 300 kilometer ride in in well basically almost winter and and on and some gravel, etc. So uh, that was maybe not the best choice. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the thing is, and it just goes—it goes crazy from there because it takes you so much, it takes up so much time, and everyone gets cold and tired. And uh, Laos was wearing his um, his Sunweb, um, just general uh, training stuff, which was way too cold for for stopping and and you know having to the the rain that we encountered and everything. So we had to go into a bike shop in Nijmegen and, and, and he, he just got there. He got a, uh, uh, like a plastic bag to put under his jacket oh and God. he asked the guy for some gloves. And, you know, it was just, it was all a mess in a good way because, uh, yeah, that's the good mess, of course. Uh, but what I really liked is that at the end of the, of the, of the ride, um, Launsterdam has these stories on Instagram, of course, he's uh, very active on that. And he was in the, in the hotel room with, uh, with his friend, Tyce, who was uh, also a very strong rider and, and, uh, and was, uh, was doing the ride. And he said, I'm just, I'm completely wasted. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a world tour rider, you know. So then it, it's just, it, he like halfway, he was like, we're going to take the train back. <laughs> and he called me Salt Lake. So he said, Salt Lake, we're going to take the train back. And then I told him, "Look, this is the moment that separates the boys from the men." Which <laughs> 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 was the first fun, so I mean, but it, the thing is that it just sort of creates a bond, and um, and uh, the whole group. There's still this app group that we have that was based on that ride, and and it just, uh, yeah, it it does something with you to ride like that. But it also was the whole, um, uh, yeah, theme and the whole reason to ride was was such a. Yeah, such a good thing and, and collective, uh, uh, yeah, um, goal for us that made it like a very special, uh, special thing. Yeah, it was cool.
0: Yeah, great, great. Uh, okay, Leanne. I don't want to actually to cut the conversation. But as everybody knows here, I have some food on my stove. <laughs> and I don't want to burn it down. <laughs> but I still have two questions that I can probably merge in one yeah I'll, I'll make it short yeah no <laughs> way no worries no worries i still have some autonomy but the point is that i don't want to feel the heat of it there but no
1: you i you shouldn't don't bring
0: <laughs> you never know you never know um i have two questions i would say that i want to merge them in one that are which one are the next steps even if you already answered me for the shift and which one are you the next steps of yourself um
1: yeah you could merge that probably. Um that's I awesome. think for shift, yeah for shift like I said we do have some really nice projects uh um that we're working right now for 2019 and also some some events where we will be uh, uh probably um uh, uh hosting some things. Um but uh maybe one thing to refer to also is this really nice project that we are setting up but that's going to take a bit longer. Um, about uh, uh, the recycling of rubber and rubber tires and rubber uh, tubes, like you said, and and that definitely also have all the has all the layers uh, of you can you know we can as cyclists of course not during the ride but maybe afterwards you, it's fine to to sort of reuse them uh stuff like that it's more about educating people about that or or making them aware but it's also what can you do if you would uh, collect all these tires and could could you make that into uh, uh a product that's uh that's relevant uh so we are working on that with uh with some partners uh, maybe and uh at least trying to find some um good program and recycle ideas to uh to to use that as an example so that's that's the one that that i can i'd like to mention and would be, will be fun i think uh to follow and yeah for the rest i mean i i think i we i would be really happy if if just this takes off as in that a lot of people start thinking and talking about it and and that already is happening which i really appreciate but uh that that's definitely the first uh um future and first next steps for for shift i think so uh yeah, that's that's one and then for me um i'm it's definitely a big product a project for me um uh as i initiated it and i'm still the one that um uh sort of uh, organizes most things around it uh for the whole team and um uh, and i really hope to be able to keep on doing that and uh well next to that of course uh cycling itself because uh that's that's what we're all doing it for <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'm I'm like everyone, it's December and I'm sort of trying to think of uh of the places where I want to ride and and the rides that I want to do in in 2019. Is Switzerland included in
0: these places?
1: Well, I I have been to Switzerland twice and I really really enjoyed it and one time was uh was actually I I wrote this little story about it a while back but it was actually uh all all it was with Farai magazine and and it all went really a wall basically (laughs) and uh um and we did a lot of sort of gravel and 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 some climbs uh tarmac climbs as well but it was it was a crazy few days but i really really enjoyed it and it's such a beautiful country so um yeah that that would be one that's uh
0: that's that would yeah i would love to include it Please do it so we can ride here together. Yeah, no, we that, yeah, we choose somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: I know a few more people in Zurich, so so it might be a good destination yeah. to do some riding. Yeah, yeah, why not, Why not good idea. Good
0: yeah, <laughs> cool. Show me some gravel. Yeah, exactly. That's not the problem. I think that here we are full of that, especially in the Basel area. It's full of cool places. Where yeah, I've been,
1: riding. I've been there. I've been there for a gravel ride. Exactly, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true.
0: Oh so, yeah. yeah, for sure, some gravel here is not a problem. Mountains as well are not a problem. So, yeah.
1: And, you know, I like those coming from the Netherlands.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm talking about real ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yes. I You have a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe something that we can uh, really remind to everybody out there is where they can find everything about shifts. And also, maybe, I don't know, if you want to mention some contacts of yourself or whatever, feel free, it's your space.
1: Yeah, well, I think Shift is the most important one. And that's, we have, uh, I think the, the the main thing right now is Instagram, which is uh, Shift Cycling Culture, and also Facebook for events, etc. And um, uh, the website is uh, shiftcyclingculture.com. Um, and uh, so everyone... Who feels like they would like to organize a clunkers ride or a gear swap? Well, they don't need us for that. I mean, feel free to just run with it. But um, it's also we can we can maybe support people in in how to do it or or provide them with temp, uh, templates for uh, for some promotion uh, uh, visuals, etc. And uh, yeah, definitely would love to help them out and 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 uh, spread the spread the message. So uh, so if anyone feels like uh, or or if you have an idea yourself and you know just feel free to uh, to contact us and uh, like I said it's a network and just uh, uh hope to bring uh, people uh, closer together and uh and in this in this shift that we're trying to uh to create actually so yeah and uh yeah and for me I mean I'm Salt Lake Leanne like you said so that's <laughs> But that's easy. an easy one uh yeah and that's uh but that's it's all cycling related so if you like uh if you like that uh it might be uh it might be nice to connect but uh yeah
0: for sure for sure yeah um yeah i would say that is everything and also with the promise that i already uh pulled from you that you're gonna be here for the next events that the shift is gonna organize or whatever yeah, that would be really nice yeah. i would See that yeah different. also because i believe that anyways we could have st- we could stay here and really talk for a couple of hours i still had some other topics that i wanted to bring something like uh, your link with uh, the silk road monte race your link with the transcontinental race and stuff probably we need another time <laughs> yes <laughs> maybe next yeah. time in the morning so i don't have to cook yeah
1: <laughs> Well, it's it's. I think. I mean, for for people as well. I I love podcasts. I know a lot of other people do, but people do. But uh, it's probably good to not make it too long.
0: Exactly, <laughs> so. it's one hour. Now I'm stuck on this timeline, but yeah, uh, I'm super happy also on the other side that you mentioned the uh, social media and the website by yourself because I, when I mention usually those things, I usually make a mess. And because I've done it probably already mentioning the shift cycling culture. I'm happy that now you did it and probably it's going to be a really, really precise thing.
1: <laughs> well, good. Yeah. I don't think you made too many mistakes with that, but uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool for that. That was really, uh, really enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Also thanks for, for Millian. Yeah. Thanks to be here. And yeah, uh, we'll talk to you soon for sure. And uh, let us know. Actually, we're going to follow you at the moment. We will follow back because it's already this episode online on Tuesday, even if. Yep. Today is Wednesday, but anyways, uh, we are gonna follow back what happens on the clunker rides and all your events in the ship cycling cultural Instagram and website and everything. Thanks a lot again. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, yeah. So, and I checked all the social media and everything of ship cycling culture and also of John, my friend John Woodroof, and also of Two Tones and also of. A lot of people that didn't know, my friends from Berlin, Stefan Hannel was there uh, doing these amazing rides, the clunker rides, and I think it was a great success. And now I have to say, I swear, next time, once that my Peugeot Champagne is going to be here, in the city that hosts me at the moment, I swear that I'm going to ride something similar as well say things like the next appointment is gonna be in March. In March I will be there, I swear. Otherwise, as we said during the recording, I have to put on myself on my left arm, it's only an excuse, Tattoo. I think I can wrap up also because I need to fly out, I actually have to jump out to fly back home, to fly back to the south of Italy, in Calabria, and so it's time to say all my contacts. Hello at calamaro.cc, that's my email. Something cool is coming out there. Then, uh, what else? Instagram.com, calamaro.cc. Twitter, read Calamaro. Facebook, calamaro.cc. Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcast, broomwagon. Thanks to the treaty people. Another thing, service thing that I want to say, I'm not gonna, sh- I think I'm not gonna shout this podcast also for Christmas, so you're gonna find something next week as well, I'm trying to prepare something with Simon, as usual, and something on the first week of January, if I can fix a small technical problem that I got in my interview of yesterday. But apart from that, everything must be there. If it's not, you're gonna listen to myself and then starting again in January, but I believe I can do it. I'm pretty sure I can do it. Apart from that, I want to give a huge hug to Rick. You know why. Uh yes, apart from that, I will talk to you next time and for now, let me jump out! <laughs>